Welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1999 examination of Dad Vice in a basement in the movie She's All That one minute at a time. Uh-huh. And and I am your co-host, Aaron. And I'm your co-host, James. And minute 74 begins with Lainey saying, we're a team. Mm-hmm. And goes through her dad sighing after Lainey refers to his story as graphic. Yeah, we'll get to it. I just, th- yeah. I have zero notes for okay. this minute. Lainey's dad takes this conversation in a direction that worried me. Because it felt like he was about to switch it on her and be yelling at her for the first time in his, in like their parenting mm-hmm. interactions he's not but it's that thing where like you're the you know i don't know if everyone had a lighthearted parent but the lighthearted parent is suddenly like okay but seriously all joking aside this serious thing and you're like i don't know how to be around you right you're being serious <laughs> what is happening here um so he says uh so she says we're a team and he says yeah Maybe this team thing is creating confusion as to who the actual parent is. And it's like, oh, oh man. Like, I don't know whether I'm feeling more like, dude, don't don't blow up your capable and independent and keeping the household running daughter. Right. But his point is she's capable and independent and keeping the house running instead of being a teenager. Um... Which, fair point. Um, he calls her pumpkin nose, yeah. which is weird, but also kind of a believable. Like, I feel like pet names are like random. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like writing writing a story with like a pet name. It's both. It doesn't matter, and also you can tell when it's not. It doesn't ring true. It's one of those yeah. things. Pumpkin nose feels fine to me. Um, I guess yeah. I've never examined Rachel Lee Cook's nose before, but so maybe it, it's more accurate. Does she have a pumpkin nose? Like a pumpkin on her nose? No. Okay. No, I have to assume that it was when she was a baby or a toddler, he called her pumpkin. Right. And then it kind of just morphed. Right. Yeah. The way things like, I do. I mean, Kaylee, Kaylee went from... She was Kaylee, she was Kaylee Bug, she was Bugaboo, Bugaboodle, Boodle, Boodleboo. Like, there have been a lot of iterations of Kaylee's uh, nickname. (laughs) My dad and stepmom, they started off calling each other Mouse, like in German, like Mouse, M-A-U-S. Kind of a term of endearment. And then my stepmom started learning Russian, and so they changed it to Mushki or Mushka, which I think is mouse in Russian. And then they okay. turned it to Mushki and Mushka and Mushkala and Moodily. And like, it reached a point where you're like, I know that you're talking of, that this is the thing. I know that because I'm, I'm the only child in this, in this marriage. And so I am the prince of the castle and I know all. Right. You know, but it's wild to think about like, anyone else and it's like yeah no that they know that they're yep they're good they know that they're talking yeah same thing i mean like you know lila is lila bean because kristen was like like Mm -hmm. lima bean i'm like that doesn't 
that doesn't make any sense. But the bean part stuck. And now she's, yep. you know, Beanie, Beena, all this stuff. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Nicknames for kids because they're powerless to stop you from calling them whatever you want. Lorelai doesn't have one. She really? was nugget when she was a she was nugget when she was a baby, but she grew out of her nuggetness, mm-hmm. and it just never got replaced. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Do you think that she's she's not she's not a nickname kind of kid? Do you think that makes her that probably makes her less likely to take on a nickname later in life, right? Like maybe it's just nicknames aren't her thing. Like me, actually, kind of. Yeah, like, maybe. Huh. Interesting. Then he says, I don't want you to basically put things off and put things off until you uh, suddenly wake up and you're 85 year- years old looking for your teeth on the front porch. Right. To which she says, Dad, uh, thanks, Dad. That was graphic. And my last note. I don't note, think it was that graphic. It, what, I mean, like, I was going to say her art has surely been more graphic than that image. Yeah. Like, which makes me, of course, all as always, think. Uh, that line originally was was way more graphic, and they had to tone it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my last note is: This is me and Lila in seven years. Yeah. Absolutely, yes, it is. like flawless. I'm making a yep. point. You you control too much of this house. I'm the parent, and she's like, "Cool story, Dad." Um. So I'm do you need anything at the store? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So um, pretty much. Yeah. So that's that. Those are my notes. I like. I think that my favorite scenes, and this this could be an age thing, absolutely. But my favorite scenes in this movie are uh, that one with Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel Lee Cook forgetting they're in a movie and just hanging out like like mm-hmm. buds. Mm-hmm. Um, and the parent, the two, like the one on one dad and child. Uh scenes where it's like yeah it's it's tense it's tense and then like something is figured out and like it's cool i think they're really well done and it's that thing we're talking about in that friday episode a couple weeks ago where it's like this this was written by an adult because yeah the believable stuff is in the adult stuff yeah and i think that's why as adults it appeals to us yeah because we're like oh this feels real as opposed to the whole rest of the movie that feels like a movie but and the thing is that that's the part that the adult stuff is stuff that feels real for sure but the problem is that it's still in a teen movie mm-hmm. so you can't do this like i mean in pretty in pink spoilers for pretty in pink which is now like 40 years old um oh god when her, yeah or no uh it's a uh, is it pretty in pink too her dad gets like arrested he doesn't get arrested, but he keeps not going to job interviews. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That that's that's different. In say anything, Ioni Sky's dad gets like literally arrested for like embezzlement or fraud or something. Oh, okay. In the middle of the movie, and it's like, oh, boombox, romantic, Peter Gabriel in your eyes, white collar mm-hmm. crime. What is happening here? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it that felt out of place because it doesn't belong in a teen movie. Mm-hmm. But Cameron Crowe is, you know, shooting for the stars as always. Um, 
but you also can't do a satisfying adult story by which of course I, I needlessly need to clarify that I mean like adult situations not like adult inter like not porn not stuff. like adult situations right. yeah <laughs> like adult situations like oh no taxes right and so the, it takes the teeth out of that too so you're like these adults are believable and I feel their emotional stakes more than maybe I feel most of the teenager emotional stakes but yeah. also there's no stakes to speak of at all because they are background characters like the dad who know, who cares how his business is doing who cares whatever because it's not about that it's about prom but you've written the most interesting part in that part that you're throwing away yeah so yeah yep anyways i think he makes a good point once again the the parent having to say hey carpe diem yeah you know, don't don't wish your life away and become 85 where i'll be long dead dad um <laughs> but uh that is all i had for this part of the scene um which is going to wrap up tomorrow yes and i do appreciate that i contributed basically nothing to today's conversation i had zero notes you you laughed at my I jokes just... and you said uh-huh and that truly uh you know that's what i need sometimes and now I'm going to do some social media. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we as a podcast franchise are on Twitter at JE underscore Minute Movies. Individually, I am at Unabashedly Aaron. I am at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network alongside lots of other great shows, one of which we will drop an ad for at the end of this episode. That's going to do it for us today. Join us tomorrow so where we will uh, find out the conclusion of this scene and mm -hmm. move into another one. Yep. But until then, is that Paul Walker? You fucking bet. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Podcube. Podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With Podcube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with Podcube. Listen for yourself to the flagship Podcube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. <laughs>